Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. This is our land is Zicky Dice, and you're listening to the All Night Long Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Oh, and we're back with another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host. He is a stallion. I'm the enforcer, and we are on location today. It's uh, ten. It's two ten p.m. on a Saturday. It's weird. It feels off. We never podcast on a Saturday, but even more so, uh, NXT Takeover is never on a Sunday. Joe, has that thrown you for a loop this week? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I keep forgetting kind of what day and what time it's on. So it's actually a Sunday night show this week. No accompanying uh, WWE main roster show with it this weekend. It's on its own in uh, in Portland. So Sunday night, 7 p.m., I believe, is uh, Takeover Portland. 7 p.m. on the East Coast, as they say. You feel like that's a good move for them? What do you think? You think Saturday was the money, or or, or Sunday a nice change of pace? Um, I, I did like. I was used to the Saturday shows, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't really have any issue with it being on Sunday. I think Sunday is probably the best day for wrestling pay per views. At least that's what I feel. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, this this card has six matches on it, so maybe it'll go a little bit longer than a standard takeover. Usually the takeovers are like two and a half hours. So it's possible that this maybe goes a little bit longer. It's got six matches on a Sunday, so we'll see, I guess. Six matches on a Sunday sounds like an emo band. Joe, have you given any thought to uh, following in the footsteps of Zicky Dice and starting a band? I can play a mean ukulele. Um <laughs> Oh, are you saying this because you actually watched SmackDown last night and you saw Sami Zayn's ukulele? Absolutely not. Nope, I had no idea that was the case. I was going to say, you probably had no idea that even happened, did you? No. Happy accident. <laughs> Happy accident. He says, you know who I feel like could play a great ukulele too? Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, I think he's very musically talented just overall, right? Like he, no limitation on what different musical instruments that he can play. No, he's a man of a thousand talents. I will say when he first started doing his guitar solo on the way to the ring, 
there was a meme that came out with a gif of him playing the guitar and somebody said I'm fairly certain Kyle O'Reilly has never picked up a guitar in his life. And I thought it was the funniest thing. And um, Listen, before we get into the NXT uh, TakeOver predictions, I want everybody to know uh, if you are a fan of NXT, if you're a fan of somebody like a Keith Lee, if you're a fan of somebody like a Rhea Ripley or Tommaso Ciampa, and you're from New York or the, you know, the tri-state metro area, and you're like, man, I just want to... They never come to New York. I just want to meet these guys. Joe, do we have a surprise for you? La Boom, Queens, New York, February 29th, Leap Day this year. Evolve will be having a a doubleheader with uh, Shine first and then Evolve. And if you're looking to get tickets for the show, here's what you have to do. It's a very, very simple process. And your friends here at the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast have once again hooked you up. So you go to www.live.com. You go through all the e-ticks, whatever it might be. When you go uh, pick the tickets you want, you click the seating chart, sit wherever you want to sit. And then at checkout, you enter the code TAPOUT, T-A-P-O-U-T, and you get 10% off. Not just one ticket, Joe, not just two, your entire purchase, man. Where can you find a deal like that, pal? Only, only here, uh, courtesy of uh, the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast and Evolve and Shine Wrestling. Yeah, we seriously appreciate them um, partnering up with us and just kind of uh, doing right by us. And we're trying to do right by them, get as many people to check out the show as possible. Listen, Evolve is always a packed show. You know, whenever you and I go to the shows, it it, it always sells out. I feel like more people starting to take, um, you know, take heed of Shine. Um, the main event for the Shine show is Ivelisse, the current Shine Women's Champion, taking on friend of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast, Lindsay Snow. Um, you're going to see a lot of talent in Shine now that you're going to be seeing in six months, 12 months, 18 months in either AEW or NXT, um, WWE. For example, Aja Pereira just got signed to NXT as a referee. I mean, you know, we've seen Chris Statlander from Shine go on to uh, AEW. There's so much cool talent out there, and it's such a good price for the show. Check it out. Get a chance to meet all the athletes. Man, it's going to be a really good time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, folks, uh, for whatever people may say about the NXT relationship with Evolve, uh, you know, whether it's positive or negative, uh, you know, it's pretty cool, I think, either way to, um, you know, get to go to some of these, these local, you know, indie type shows and see superstars of that level, like, you know, the Keith Lees, Tommaso Ciampa, Rhea Ripley, who will be coming out to uh, the Evolve show, as you mentioned, on the 29th. So, you know, you can... Purchase uh, tickets to the show through us, as you mentioned, with the, with the promo code TAPOUT and get an opportunity to see some great wrestling and meet some of those superstars as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have much more on that. Uh, hopefully have some talent from those shows in the uh, in the coming weeks. And we have another uh, special show planned on Monday. I don't want to give it away, but we're just firing off content here at the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to follow us anywhere, like I've said before, at All Night Long WP, everywhere you could find social media. For example, we got some love from uh, Bandito this week. I mean, it's Joe, we're just uh, we're really rolling here at the show and it feels good. I'm I'm glad yeah I yes I agree yeah that's the best I can give you today sorry I appreciate your positivity man I know you're trying to watch the XFL so let's uh, let's get to the car without any further ado (laughs) all right man let's do it six matches Sunday night NXT from Portland Um, let's start with. 
the NXT North American Championship. So Keith Lee is now the NXT North American Champion, having beaten Roderick Strong a few weeks ago on NXT television. He is being challenged by Dominic Dijakovic. These two have had several matches in NXT already, and prior to that on the independent scene, uh, pretty much any time that these two get together in the ring, it's always an exciting match. Uh, What is your prediction for this one, Mikey? We may have lost Mikey. It's possible. So maybe I'll go first with my prediction. Um, I'm going to go with Keith Lee in this one. I think it's uh, too soon for him to drop the title. But I uh, I think the match will be very good, of course, as it usually is. Uh, Dijakovic has kind of been treading water a little bit lately. But I think that uh, Keith Lee is going to retain the North American title uh, on this show and uh, keep his keep his momentum rolling, as they say. Joe, am I back? And can you hear me? I can hear you now, buddy. Glad to have you back. I appreciate that, man. Just, you know, I got the gimmick internet is a thing. But uh, listen, I want to put a little wager on the line here. How about the loser of this little pickoff here buys the winner Dunkin' Donuts at the Evolve and Shine show? Uh, I'm in. Um, I'm in All for right. that. So I don't know if you, Sounds caught, good. Uh, if, you, if you caught my pick, but I went with Keith Lee for the uh, for the first match here. I did actually. I could. It was weird. I could hear everything. I just couldn't speak, which might be good because I'm uh, stupid. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Keith Lee too. I think this is a showcase to get for people to really get wowed by Keith Lee and what he could do with Donovan Dijak. Kovic, I almost said Dijak, and um, Dominic Donovan. Oh, dude, just correct. You know what? Correct me in post, Joe. Uh, Keith Lee wins, and it's like I said, it's a showcase for him. It should be a great match. I think Meltzer called their match at PWG a couple of years ago the greatest North American match he's ever seen, or something ridiculous. Um, they'll get the time. Keith Lee will shine, but he will not, not lose the North American title yet. All right. So let's next go to a street fight. It is Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox. The back history here goes back to Takeover War Games from late last year where Dakota Kai was a replacement on the NXT team, or the that, that particular NXT women's team, and uh, turned on her friend Tegan Knox at that point. They met once on NXT TV a few weeks back, and Tegan Knox got the victory there. Uh, so I'm going to go with Dakota Kai to get the, the win here. I think coming off of her, a heel turn that she had back at TakeOver War Games, I think that uh, she needs a win here, and this feud should continue. So I'm going to go with Dakota Kai. Yep, I'm uh, 100% with you on this one. Um, I think she's the uh, she's got the rocket strapped to her, if you will. I think the new look, it's, I mean, eerily reminiscent of the Bailey heel turn, is it not? You, you turn heel and you have to darken your hair. I feel like, kind of like a guy, you know, you, if you have bleach blonde hair, you turn heel, it's it's got to go, uh, it's got to go black, man. So, no, I'm with you 100%. There should be no surprises here so far. I think it's kind of a paint-by-numbers takeover card up to this point. So next, I think we should go to the NXT Tag Team Championships. It is the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, defending against the broserweights of Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Uh, These guys won the Dusty Classic this year and have earned themselves an NXT Tag Team Championship match at this show. I think that they're giving a lot of TV time and attention to Riddle and Dunne, and I know I don't quite get the feeling that they're going to have one of them turn on the other right now, so I think they're going to go with the Broserweights winning the NXT Tag Team Championships this weekend, so I'm going with Riddle and Dunn. Yeah, um, 
This sucks. Uh, I feel the same way. I'm not big on the Brozer weights, Joe. Um, Peter Dune, I'm a fan of individually. Matt Riddle, I don't. Um, how can I say this like politically? I don't. I don't get the Matt Riddle love. I mean, I think it's kind of cool. You know, it's it's like the the RVD of the 2020. I think the whole like stoner thing like, really resonates with the kids, and they think he's hilarious, and they make all these you know 420 jokes. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it doesn't resonate with me. It, it's. I think it's pretty stupid, to be honest with you. Um, I didn't like the. Um, I think on Busted Open they referred to it as like a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure uh, esque uh, vignettes on NXT with them traveling. I it did, It's not. Um, it's not really resonating with me, Joe. Is it, are you are you finding that, or is it just me? Yeah, I, I saw some of those vignettes on the show this past week. You know, I don't mind them just kind of being thrown together as a team, but now they've kind of turned it into a little bit like of a comedy act, like almost like a, I don't know, like a buddy cop type situation where there's obviously very different personalities, but they're, but they're really pushing them. And just based off of what I know WWE style booking to be, it would seem that they're going to go all the way with these guys and, and give them the title. So it's not my favorite thing, but I think that's where they're going to wind up. So... Yeah, WWE loves to take two singles guys who aren't really doing much separately, put them together and make them a tag team and have them beat established tag teams. And unfortunately, I agree with you. And I think that's uh, what's going to happen here. So my pick officially are the new tag team champions, the uh, the Broser weights. So let's go to a uh, singles match here that has a good amount of backstory. It's Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Um, Balor last year, shortly after the time, I think that NXT went on to USA and expanded to two hours, returned, declared himself that he was going to be in NXT, so no longer on the main roster. Um, and then not that long after that, uh, turned on Johnny Gargano, and they've had a, you know, a pretty solid feud since then. Um, Gargano hasn't wrestled at a takeover in a little bit. He missed the last one or two, I believe, just because of uh, injuries and things of that nature. Um, so this is his first takeover back. He always puts on a good performance, as everybody knows, who watches NXT takeovers. So, I don't know, man. I think that uh, I, do, I just feel like Gargano seems to be able to absorb losses a good amount and continue on. And my opinion is that for the better of the brand um, and the show, that Balor probably should win this match. So, I'm going to go with Finn Balor to defeat Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't like how much – I mean, not that I don't like the, how much we're agreeing, but I think that's why, like I said, this is more of like a paint-by-numbers takeover. I would agree with you so far to this point, and I feel like, you know, Gargano, it'd be different if Balor hadn't already done that beatdown of Gargano, right? Like, if, if he they hadn't done that, then they could have Johnny win here, Balor get the heat back and do the beatdown on him afterwards and have a return match, but that wasn't the case. So I'm going to go with Finn Balor. I think he's just probably leading to be the face of the brand um, and or return to that top spot and be the top heel of the brand now that Tommaso Ciampa has turned face. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going with uh, – I don't know, Joe. This could be a rough one. I'm going with uh, I'm going with you on this one. I'm taking Finn Balor. All right. So next up, let's go to the NXT Women's Championship, as I believe it's once again called. It's uh, Rhea Ripley defending against Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair won a women's battle royal to earn this title shot. Um, she's had title shots before and come up empty. Um, so Ripley, of course, is coming off a lot of momentum. She ended Shayna Baszler's long reign. Um, 
not by me, I think it was last either January or December, late December, early January, somewhere around there, but she's got a lot of momentum. She's being pushed. She's even appearing on Raw now, teasing a feud with Charlotte Flair for WrestleMania. So I think just for that reason, I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. Now, I would not be surprised, I guess, if Bianca Belair won this match only because I could see them maybe doing a triple threat based off of what they had done on NXT a couple weeks ago and Belair having a strong run in the Women's Royal Rumble this year. But I think I'm going to go chalk and take uh, Rhea Ripley to retain. Oof, this is getting worse, Joe. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. But I also kind of feel like they've backed them. They've almost booked themselves into a corner here. Wouldn't you agree with me? Because you made Bianca Belair look so good in the Rumble. You have her face Rhea Ripley. Charlotte came out and challenged Rhea Ripley, therefore putting Ripley on the pedestal. So the only thing I think they might be able to do to save it would be some sort of schmaz schmaz finish where Charlotte interferes and causes a no contest, which I think would be the safest way to go, thus leading to um, that triple threat match. But I don't think Bianca Belair can afford to lose another one, another number one contenders match either. This is like, I think it's her third or fourth one. So I'm, you know what? I'm going schmas. I'm going, uh, yeah, I'm going off the beaten path here. I'm saying uh, no contest finish. No contest. All right. All right. So now that's going to take us to the main event. It is Adam Cole defending the NXT championship against Tommaso Ciampa. Um, you know, again, I think folks that follow the product know the story here. Uh, Cole won the title last June, actually. So he's had a very long run with the uh, NXT championship here. Tommaso Ciampa was injured just around this time last year, actually, heading into WrestleMania weekend. He was not able to work that show. It was supposed to be him and Gargano. He was not able to participate. He was out with a neck injury for a while and then returned late last year um, and now is in position to challenge Adam Cole for the NXT title. I just don't know, I guess, if Adam Cole retained here, I'm not sure who the next in line would be for the WrestleMania weekend show. Just given that Keith Lee is occupied with the North American title and and some other, you know, Gargano is working with Balor, so I, and I don't think they should go back to Cole and Gargano. So, as much as I would like to see Adam Cole continue with the title, I just feel like this is one of those things where they're going to complete a story of Tommaso Ciampa's comeback from his injury that some people thought might end his career. And uh, I'm going to say Tommaso Ciampa wins the NXT title on uh, Sunday night. Yep. I uh, completely agree with you. I think Ciampa gets the win. And even furthermore, I think afterwards you might see an attack from Finn Balor setting up, uh, you know, a Balor-Tommaso Ciampa sort of angle down the road. I don't know what their plans are for Mania or for Mania Weekend. But I feel like um, Ciampa, I don't want to say he's lost a little bit of momentum, but I haven't really been enjoying the Ciampa-Adam Cole thing as much as maybe I should be. Um, I don't know. It could just be me. But um you know, bringing Goldie back to Tommaso Ciampa is probably the best move if you're going to take it off of Adam Cole, which I kind of like in the, um, you know, in the tag title match. I don't think it's necessary, but I feel like WWE feels it is. So, uh, yeah, my pick is Tommaso Ciampa for your new NXT men's heavyweight champion. I don't even know if you could say the men's term anymore. But, uh, yeah, man, we're pretty, um, what are we, five out of six on these? Yeah, I think so, man. I think the only difference that we have, the uh, the donuts on the line, is uh, in the Rhea Ripley-Bianca Belair match. I've got Ripley winning. You've got a no contest. So we'll see. Uh, that, nope. That's going to be um, the whole... It's donuts and coffee. Let's not forget the coffee. Like, my mistake. And actually, it's not a donut. It's an apple fritter. Okay. 
Okay. All right. Apple fritter and coffee is on the line in specifically the Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair match tomorrow night. So high stakes uh, all around tomorrow night at NXT TakeOver Portland on uh, the WWE Network. I think they're also making a mistake that we're putting it on the network. I think this, uh, you know, the takeover show should be on USA. Being that the weekly show is on USA, I don't know how much longer. They probably have a deal with, you know, with the network where it has to be that way. But I don't know, man. NXT to me, I don't want to be, you know, um, a stick in the mud here. But it's been kind of a, a wavering show. I haven't really been enjoying it as much as I used to, and that uh, that kind of stinks. I'm really hoping this. NXT takeover kind of injects some life back into the brand for me. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that sentiment for sure. Um, I'm just I think that at least I can say I feel confident on paper that the matches listed here should deliver. So I think I'm hopeful that after the show's over, like everyone will be talking about how great the matches were and how quality it was, even though maybe the television product has not been as strong as it's as it was prior to the move to the USA Network. Do you need more Cameron Grimes? I need less Cameron Grimes on my television. <laughs> I need less Bronson Reed as well. If we can get, if we can fix those couple things, uh, I think we might be headed in the right direction. Can you find a way to make me care about Kushida too while you're, you know, while you're doing things? I feel like if we put our heads together, we probably could make people care about Kushida more than they currently do. He feels like. He's been a little bit underutilized since bringing him over to the brand and them kind of championing him as like one of the biggest, if not the biggest signing in the history of NXT, and he doesn't seem to have a lot of traction. So I think, I think we could probably fix him better than or book him better than the NXT uh, booking staff is booking him at the moment. Maybe we could tweet some ideas to Trips, see if they come up with anything, huh? Yep. Send it to the ages, well, bro. Yeah, <laughs> sent it to the H's. Well, I'll be watching the uh, the matches tomorrow night with Single H. Hunter, uh, you know, we'll be uh, doing some live tweeting. I'll be actually get a chance to watch them live, which I'm looking forward to. And if you want to follow us along on any kind of social media, all you need is at all night long WP, Facebook.com slash all night long WP, YouTube.com slash all night long wrestling podcast. Once again, we are your host. He's a stallion. I am the enforcer, and we are tapping out until next week.